Thank you for listening to the Love Your Bod Pod. Before we dive in, just my usual disclaimer that this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and does not substitute individual, professional, medical, or mental health advice. Hey, 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 sweet friends. Welcome back to the Love Your Bod Pod. I am your host, Kara Crinzavelli. I'm a certified holistic health coach, and I help people heal their relationships with food and feel good in their bodies. Um, It's the best work I've ever done, or the most fun work I've ever done. It's all of the things. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, I'm so grateful to have you tuning in. Today on the Love Your Bod Pod, we are talking about the importance of having integrity with what you ingest. It's going to be a short episode or I'm going to try to be laconic with my speaking because sometimes I can ramble. Uh, but things are pretty cray-cray over here at Kara's Kitchen HQ this week. I just opened doors to my online course, Break Free from Binge Eating, to those who are on the waitlist. Uh, if you're not on the waitlist but you want to learn more, I will be sharing about it on IG probably later this week uh, or next week. So stay tuned. Like I am um, opening enrollment up to people who aren't on the waitlist. And I'm chefing at a women's retreat this upcoming weekend. So like Thursday through Sunday. And if you've been following me for a while or hanging out with me, you've likely seen me when I'm at these retreats because like I'll post on Instagram stories. Or if you listen to episode five of the Love Your Bod Pod, then you've likely heard me talk about it. Because on episode five, I shared with you an experience I had at one of the retreats. And the retreats have like changed my life. Oh my gosh, they're so fun. They're so restorative. And they've opened me up to a world of like spirituality, something that is fairly new to me to some extent. And I've met some of my closest friends through this space. I've been able to connect with other women in such like a sacred sisterhood type of way. And I've really loved it. And I don't think I've shared this before anywhere, but growing up, like all the way through to my mid-20s, I found it really challenging to make friends with women. I always assumed they didn't like me and I felt like I was in competition with them. I was a scare. I was afraid of them. I was scared of them. Like I, I was not confident around women and participating in this retreat space has been really healing for that part of me. It's really allowed me to connect with women in a vulnerable way, in a safe, intimate way where I felt like we only had each other's backs and our society doesn't teach women to support women. Our society teaches us to compare ourselves, right? Like those whole who wore it better type of spreads in tabloid magazines. That is 100% telling women that they are in competition with one another, right? Like it's a, it's not an empowering narrative when we are constantly like comparing women to each other in so many areas of life. And so I really internalized that message. But the retreat space has really helped me heal that part of of myself. And I have so many amazing girlfriends now and I'm so grateful. And so cooking at these retreats has really been a privilege. So I'm totally stoked to be cooking at one this weekend. And I wanted to share with you guys an opportunity to participate in an upcoming retreat. Now, I'm not the host of this retreat or affiliated with it. I don't make any money if you sign up. I am chefing at the retreat. Uh, So I'm kind of a part of it, but I'm not the facilitator. Um, I wanted to share it with you though, because it's made such a difference in my life to participate in this retreat space, to like be pulled out of our everyday lives and really be immersed in this like very 
safe, transformative container with other women. And the woman, Jane, who's hosting the retreat in March, is also the one hosting the retreat this weekend. And she also hosted the retreat I went to in Peru. So she's a retreat hosting goddess, really amazing at creative, sacred containers and fun, safe environments. And this upcoming retreat, it's March 15th through the 19th. It's in Morrow Bay. I think that's like, I don't know, kind of Northern California or maybe between LA and San Francisco. I don't know. You're going to have to look on a map. I'm not sure. But I do know it's driving distance from LA. Uh, And the retreat is called Cycles of the Earth. So it's earth medicine times embodiment. And it's designed to call women leaders into deeper alignment with their bodies and the rhythms of the earth. So the goal through this three-day retreat will be to learn about the five elements on planet Earth. That's Earth, fire, water, air, spirit. Pretty cool, right? We're going to learn about the specific healing qualities and how we can actually begin to work with and embody their healing powers in our everyday lives. So if you're a healer, social worker, therapist, coach, nutritionist, doctor, mother, or wisdom seeker, this retreat is for you. It's all about how to heal trauma, regulate chronic pain, embody your true nature, and ground into your sacred human power as a woman. Oh my god, so cool, right? And I cook all of the food. It's mostly organic. Like I have a budget to work within. So I can't buy 100% organic, but I buy mostly organic food. I cook it all from scratch. This retreat's menu is going to be vegan. So if you're plant-based, no worries. If you're not plant-based, come enjoy some veggies. I make some good vegan food. Um, Yeah, I'd love to have you join us. Again, I'm not like affiliated. I don't make money if you sign up. Um, I'm sharing with with you because the retreat space has changed my life and it's so fun. I love it. So I'd love for you to be there. I'll leave the link in um, the show notes on iTunes or you can DM me on Instagram if you want more information. It's going to be amazing. So consider coming. All right, moving on to today's topic. It's one that I love to talk about, and it's it's about having integrity with what you ingest. And I don't just mean the foods you eat. I mean literally everything that you let into your space. This includes media, conversations, friends, literally everything that comes in contact with your eyes, ears, mouth, and your psyche. It greatly impacts our relationship with food and our body image, which is why it is so important. We were not born having messed up relationships with food. We also did not pop out of our mama's womb hating our body. No, 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 no. Negative body image thoughts are not innate by any means. They're not some birth defect. It's not something you're doing wrong if you can't figure out how to repair your body image. So if you're struggling with your body image, please know you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you. And the same if you're dealing with struggles with food. Rather... We were trained to think a certain way about our body from cultural influences. So the way that we feel about ourselves is greatly influenced by two types of oppression. And having integrity with what we ingest can help us rise above the oppression we face, heal from it. So the first type of oppression is external oppression. And that's everything that comes from outside of us. So external oppression comes from influences like people in your life, including friends, family, and your parents even. It comes from authority figures and experts like doctors. The media you consume, including magazines, TV, Instagram, influencers, bloggers, things you read online. 
we have been fed over and over and over and over and over and over over again, nonstop, these weight bias messages. Basically since birth through many facets of our society, it's reinforced everywhere. Our health system, super fat phobic. The fashion industry, oh my gosh, the size of most models, super fat phobic. Hollywood, right? The types of narratives told about women in larger bodies versus the narratives told about women in smaller bodies. Very weight biased. Even the size of airplane seats and other like basic engineering in living spaces. You know, the average size of chairs and bathroom stalls, the typical sizing of clothes at most clothing stores. Weight biased stuff is like everywhere. (laughs) This is why having integrity with what you ingest is so important because we live in a sized biased world. This includes wellness culture and diet culture because they are constantly reinforcing these fear-based health messages about food in our body. In order to alleviate the external oppression, we have to start to develop conscious awareness around society's expectations of thinness and how they are legitimately affecting our quality of life and our ability to be happy and at peace in our own skin. And I know firsthand how the cultural influences we surround ourselves by and choose to surround ourselves with, like who we follow, what we read, who we hang out with, it creates our body image and influences our relationship with food. Now, I'm willing to bet that food was a hell of a lot less complicated before you started looking outside of yourself for how to eat, right? And while you cannot protect yourself against everything, I see billboards for Botox and weight loss clinics when I drive around town. I live in LA. I hear like very orthorexic types of conversations regularly. That said, I know that I do have some control over some things. The conversations I choose to engage in, the people I hang out with, and now most of the media I, can, I consume, I have control over. And the reason why this is so important is because of the next type of oppression we face is internalized oppression. It's the stories we tell ourselves, our personal beliefs, the negative internal monologue that we have. So maybe you've heard me talk about how we have to get out of the monologue and into a dialogue with other people. A lot of us have like a lot of negative self-talk. That's a symptom of external oppression. So external oppression influences internal oppression. Because we internalize the messages from the outside world. This is why we got to have integrity with what we ingest. Because it greatly affects the beliefs that we have about ourselves. So for example, if we are continually told that sugar is the devil and going to kill us, we're going to start to believe it, right? How many of you guys think that sugar is the devil? And that how many of you are afraid of sugar? That's an internalized belief from the external world. Or how about how we're always told that our body is not good enough and that it needs to look a certain way to be valuable. We eventually start to believe that. How many of you guys believe that about your body? That is an internalized belief from the external world. We've continually been told that we have to wage a war on obesity. And I'm not going to get into it, but it's bullshit. Oh, man. And I used to believe it. I really used to believe that... The war on obesity was a warranted war, but I now know otherwise. It's just a way to oppress people and not deal with the real issues. 
It just marginalizes and stigmatizes people and places blame. But how many of you guys believe that? How many of you guys believe that obesity, the war on obesity is a real thing and it's like affecting our GDP and inflating our healthcare costs, all of that stuff, right? We start to believe that shit. And then I've shared an example with you from my own life on episode one. I talked about how I kept being told by all these tabloid magazines that cellulite was really gross and bad and made you ugly. I internalized that message and I started to think that I was bad and ugly and gross because I had cellulite and all I did was try to get rid of it and it made me feel really insecure and not confident. I now no longer believe that cellulite is bad and gross. I believe that body dimples are a naturally occurring thing on women's bodies. It's totally fine. It's kind of cute. No problem with the jiggle roll jiggle. Like when I wake up in the morning and I see all of the body dimples all over my ass, I am cool. NBD, right? Because I have integrity with what I ingest. I now know that cellulite is fine and normal. We need to normalize it. But I believed it for the longest time. I internalized that oppressive narrative from the outside world. So internalized oppression is basically brainwashing and classical conditioning from our environment. This is why having integrity with what you ingest allows you to do the honest work to repair your body image and relationship with food. Otherwise, we are just pouring salt in the wound. So if you want to repair your body image and heal your relationship with food, but you're continuing to look at, at Thinspiration online or read magazines or watch E! News or TMZ or follow weight loss accounts or Fitzbo people or models or people that spew diet culture crap and weight loss jargon, you're pouring salt in the wound. Have integrity with what you ingest. I'm saying that with love. Oh my gosh. Take care of yourself. So we have to identify the oppressive narratives when we see them and then reject them, right? I rejected the belief that cellulite was bad. I was like, no, no more. Mm -mm." And this can be really, really tricky because a lot of us don't see the messages from diet culture as oppressive. Rather, we see them as the truth, right? We have friends, family, peers. We've been told over and over and over again that like fat is killing us. Fat cells on the body do not cause disease. But a lot of us believe that. We believe these oppressive narratives. So the help of a trained professional is so crucial because so many people in our lives see diet culture as the truth, not as an oppressive narrative, Because the default setting in our environment is designed to make us feel bad about ourselves. So having a healthy relationship with food and positive body image is in a lot of ways an ongoing process of identifying and rejecting the oppressive narratives when they come up. So when you see or hear something that's oppressive, you have to identify it as such and then decide to not ingest it and internalize it as your truth. We got to reject that stuff. So some of the ways that you can have integrity with what you ingest is by unfollowing social media accounts that make you feel bad about yourself. And this is a huge one. It's a really good exercise as well in identifying and eliminating weight bias and fat phobic messaging. And one that I see a lot of now is the like body positivity for weight loss type of thing. Um, I believe I've heard it. I've heard it either on Chrissy Harrison's podcast or from Isabel Fox and Duke. It's called the love yourself to lose weight diet, which is essentially selling body positivity. Uh, 
through diet culture, for diet industry gain. Body positive weight loss, body positive weight loss is an oxymoron. It's in opposition to real body positivity. And I know that's an unpopular thing to say. I get a lot of pushback when I talk about that on Instagram stories, but it's the truth. And I'm not going to dive into it much here today. It's a whole topic for another podcast. I just want to let you know that it's the appropriation of body positivity to sell more oppression. Reject it. Body positive weight loss is an oxymoron because it reinforces the thin is better conversation and body positivity is about all bodies being good bodies. So it doesn't work. And then follow real body positive accounts, ones that don't talk about weight loss. Unfollow people who spew diet culture and weight loss stuff. A lot of this can look like disguising disordered eating as healthy living. So that can be really tricky because I know that not everyone who does Whole30 has a disordered relationship with food. But I do know that a lot of people who have disordered relationships with food will do Whole30 to disguise it. So it can be kind of tricky, right? Like I talked about with Allie in last week's podcast about how our mindset plays such a big role. So this can be kind of tricky because I got that not everyone who is paleo or Whole30 or whatever has a disordered relationship with food. But if you have a disordered relationship with food, I would encourage you to unfollow people that talk about eliminating foods and stuff like that because it's triggering. It's very triggering. And then stand up for yourself and others that are discriminated against because of their size. You guys, this is important. You know, my boyfriend is fat. He's quote obese according to the BMI scale. And I'm, I'm really starting to not like that word. I'm really starting to see it as very offensive and and it's so emotionally charged. But like people automatically assume that he's like not healthy because of the size of his body. And that's making a generalization. It's discriminating against him. And you can't tell anything about my boyfriend by looking at the size of his body except the size of his body. Just like you can't tell anything about a person based on the color of their skin except the color of their skin. Sizeism and, and racism, there's lots of overlaps there. It's not cool. So cut it out. And stand up for yourself. Stand up for others too. I always stand up for people in larger bodies because they do not deserve the hate and the bigotry, you know, forced upon them. It's not cool. And then speak up or remove yourself from diet culture and weight loss conversations. When we spend time with people who shame their bodies, who always talk about how not great their bodies are or who they or they talk about food in a morally charged way like I've been so bad or I can't believe I ate that whatever this affects us oh man it affects us massively so start to identify the things in your life the things outside of you that make you not feel good about yourself and then remove them from your space ask yourself how can I have integrity with what I ingest how can I create a body positive and anti-diet culture environment that is conducive to recovery? So the reason we want to have integrity with what we ingest is so that we can overcome and rise up against the external oppression that we face. And when we clean up the external oppression, it alleviates the pressure on the internalized oppression and it allows us to create an environment conducive to recovery. And that's all I have to say on that, I think. <laughs> I want to encourage you to have integrity with what you ingest because I know the impact. I know the positive ripple effect 
it can have on your life when you remove these things from your space, when you no longer allow them to come in contact with you and when you are able to identify them as oppression and then reject them. You empower yourself. So have integrity with what you ingest. It's going to help, I promise. Okay, if you have questions on this topic or if you liked it, uh, send me a DM, share the podcast on Instagram. Please leave a ratings and review. I love that you guys DM me and tell me that the, the podcast has made a difference for you. And I love when you share the podcast on Instagram. I would also really appreciate it if you would leave a ratings and review on iTunes. That really helps the podcast get shown to more people. Like when they're doing searches and stuff, it really helps the podcast reach more people. So I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a ratings and review on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, you can do this from your desktop. You would go to iTunes and you'd have to create an account. So it'd probably be a little more tedious and annoying. It'll probably take you five minutes instead of one minute, uh, but I would appreciate it no less. Uh, and that's it. I love you guys. If you're interested in that retreat, DM me. Hope you got a lot out of today and I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in.